0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Perfectly Good Podcast, the only podcast on the internet that is counting every John Hyatt song down in alphabetical order. I am Jesse Jackson. Joining me as always is my sister in all things Springsteen, who has a furnace on as I'm sitting here in Texas heat, burning like a cigarette with no air conditioning. How are you doing, Sylvia? All right.
1: Your sister, I do appreciate Springsteen too, but your sister in all things Hyatt, and we will forgive both of us our mistakes as we are acclimating to our very different climates you in Texas and me in Vermont
0: and uh, it's just
1: you and me this week what a fun guest and I so enjoyed having a musician join us and I hope that we will have some more guests later on I'm gonna put the plug right at the top that we of course are posting when we have our schedule if there's a song that Mm -hmm. even if you're not all that interested in I think we've proven that you can come in cold and be a great guest here talk about John and let's all keep each other company while we continue to mourn the canceled tour dates while John is recuperating from that hiking accident
0: Absolutely. I hope he is doing well. We talked before we had recorded. Bruce is and I think that's why I called you sister and all things Springsteen cuz that's on my mind. Bruce announced today as we're recording this to give you a little background we're, uh that the re- he is still healing from his hernia, uh, yeah, septic ulcers. But for his health they're canceling all the remaining shows in 2023. I will we'll have to wait and see what are the shows I'm going to be able to go see for the yeah. fall, right?
1: And maybe we explore a little bit more in our own backyard and come up with some new musicians like I did. And I've got some local shows on my agenda that while we miss John and Springsteen. And yeah, yeah. I, take the good with the bad.
0: Yes, indeed. All right. So we are dipping into, we are visiting the little village again. Uh, yes this is as we talked about last time a lot of their albums are in the a lot of their songs on their albums are in the early part of the alphabet if we said last time that this was the album we've discussed the most are the record goes up even heavier as we talk today don't we
1: yes absolutely it's right to just roll into just the facts
0: let's do just the facts
1: And I will do a speed version because there isn't much facts specific to this song. And we have already talked about this album quite a bit. But for if you're just joining us for the first time or as a reminder, Little Village was, of course, the very short-lived, only one album, only one tour band formed of our number one man, John Hyatt. Ry Cruder, Nick Lowe, and Jim Keltner. This song happens to be track seven on the one and only album that came out of that get together. Of course, those artists also recorded John's Bring the Family, the classic album, which is also why they wanted to get together again. This album, Little Village, was released February 18th, 1992. It is the fifth song we have discussed so far. It is the third of four D songs on Little Village. There are one song that starts with do and three songs that start with don't. So you're going to be hearing us even more. I was listening to a bootleg performance of a live recording in Chicago. And they introduced this song by saying that Jimmy Keltner came up with the title because apparently he had just gotten into a fight and walked into the studio and said, don't go away mad. So from any inspiration, I guess geniuses can come up with great music and just to close out just the facts this was released on the reprise label and it was recorded in california and lots of opinions about little village so i'm not sure how much uh, feedback we've been getting from our discussions i feel like everyone has been agreeing with our ratings so far we'll see if that holds true as we continue
0: yeah i think uh, yes yes
1: Sorry, one more uh, detail that there was also a EP that came out with yet another D song. <laughs> do with me what you want to do. So apparently they were really on this do and don't kick when they were songwriting for Little Village. Okay. Um, and we will get to that. As a reminder, we're going through all the official released songs on John Hyatt's albums. And there are so many more beyond that, that even if... You think that we've got this massive undertaking. There is more that we could possibly do after we're done.
0: Absolutely. There will be a, after the world's longest first <laughs> season, we will do a second season, right? Yes. I uh, certainly hope so. Yes. All right. All right. Give us a, just a moment to listen to these wonderful ads and we'll be back to talk about, don't go away mad, but you listener, don't go away at all. We're just going to be a minute. <laughs> just a second. And we're back. So as we've talked about often, one of the things I do is I put songs on repeat and Mm -hmm. I listen to them to get ready for the podcast. And that kind of gives me a feeling. I didn't care for this song very much.
1: Right out the bat. Um, Yeah. I, I, I think what you're saying, we put our scale together and I called a one star song which would be the lowest rating one that you might skip every once in a while and certainly if you're trying to just listen on repeat that that trigger finger can get a little itchy i think but was there something specific that you wanted to say about that
0: i think and we're going to get to the lyrics but often um because we do this normally two songs at a time rarely we'll do three and so there's two songs on repeat, and unless there's a cover, and then yeah. I'll often throw in the covers in there, too. And I won't spoil what's next, but if someone looks at the alphabetical chart, they could tell. I don't know if this song compared well to what we're going to talk about next week. Oh,
1: interesting. Yeah, yeah. And I've often felt very grateful that we are rating and not ranking songs. Yes. But yes, yeah, sometimes when we're listening back to back, it you do tip the scales a little bit.
0: Yeah. I I think um, now, for example, Don't Bug Me When I'm Working has stayed in my mental repeat. Every once in a while, this over the past couple of weeks, I'll wake up and I'm, you know, stretching and heading to my morning routine i'm like don't bug me when i'm working, I'm working. <laughs> you I'm hear working. that
1: work whistle blow oh no yeah, yes yes yeah. So,
0: so it's a very good morning song i don't know if i will have that on this one so you want me to start with lyrics go for it okay you'll tell me if i've got them wrong i did try to pull <laughs> them from the right side don't go away mad it can't be so bad don't hold your breath you're scaring me half to death don't go away mad, because that really makes me sad. Now, the first thing I think of, don't go away mad, just go away, is a common (laughs) insult that has been said, right? Don't go away mad, just go away. Any thoughts on that beginning kind of chorus? It does, to
1: me, sound like a poetry by committee or maybe a few too many cooks in the stew no bad ideas you think of first grader trying to write their first poem about their feelings i'm mad i feel bad i feel sad and it's wow these are some of the smartest songwriters in the entire world and this is the rhymes that they come up with for this first verse
0: so i had not thought of that but that's excellent (laughs) this does seem that and I'm not going to say I specifically, but you're I don't do a lot of poetry. I'm that not where my creative bent goes. But every once in a while I'll think about, oh, I want to write a cute little poem for an email or to to Linda or something. And I am the type that I don't have a rhyming dictionary, but I do have the Google and rhyming. What are rhyme words that rhyme with thing? I think you're going like, right. oh, that word or word. Versus not sharing what you really feel is, and you're right with it. Don't go away mad. It can't be so, it's mad, bad, breath, death, mad, sad. Beat, beat, beat. And, and, and I, I, get, I, go ahead
1: just your mentioning Google kind of made me think about the fact that we are celebrating the Google's 25th birthday, and we are talking about a song that is older than Google. I just...
0: That's a very interesting thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I had not thought about that, but now that you bring it, it is something that's a very simple line.
1: Yes. Right?
0: It and And I don't know... It doesn't paint a very vivid image to me. No. Okay. Do you want to go next? Yeah,
1: it was just uh, to follow up on that yeah. vivid image. We have no idea who the narrator is talking to. Yeah. We don't know if this is a very serious thing that he's trying to sincerely apologize to someone, or if it's just like you said, the flippant don't go away, mad, just go away. A joking kind of thing and perhaps as the song goes on it will become more and more clear if there is any kind of depth to what they're trying to say here or if they're just playing with some rhymey words and an idea like i said just a a lyric or a title that occurred to someone
0: and before you get to the second kind of verse i do think that If you put this in context of a parent talking to a child, a a not necessarily a petulant teenager, but maybe just even a middle school, don't go away mad. It can't be so bad. When you put it in that context, don't hold your breath. You're scaring me half to death, right? I'm going to hold my breath to my death till brew. Don't go away mad because that really makes me sad. If you throw in a little sarcasm in there, and see that they're talking possibly and not necessarily just to a child or but your sibling your co-worker if you put a tinge of sarcasm in that first it makes it a little more at least to me interesting Interesting. because yeah it, it is specifically i'm saying this simplified because i'm I really don't care if you go away mad. You, This is right. something so trivial. And so now that I'm just being sarcastic, don't go away mad. It can't be so bad. So if I put the sarcasm lens on for that first verse, I like it a little more than I thought. It may go up a 0. 0.25 uh, <laughs> on my meter.
1: On your cheating scale? Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's also interesting that the insincerity should actually be a little offensive. But if you, I think that really is the only way to look at this song. And and maybe that is more clear. I'm, I'm ready to go to the second verse. Okay, if you go are. for it. Yes. Again, keeping in mind, how serious are they with the image? I know you're burning like a cigarette. I know we're learning, but maybe we ain't learned nothing yet. Something's burning. So that could just be a concept of anger i'm thinking about the inside out movie when the anger character was just a little flame that came up and of course it was the early 90s so there's got to be cigarettes in every rock song or
0: i was actually going to ask that again to in fact i was looking like this was released you said early 90s
1: February 18th, 1992 is the release date okay. of the album. So, so it's almost not even the 90s. It's practically still yeah. the 80s. In, in
0: 2023, there was a, in this thought, cigarettes, while plenty of people still smoke, it is not the, as often as you see it, right? Back then, you could absolutely still smoke in a plane. I can remember... Chris was born in '89, and that the office I was working at the time, people still smoked in the office. There, what I remember, the city of Dallas in '88, '89, passed their first. You could make a room a non-smoking room at an office, and everyone in my office that were the owner smoked. wasn't mattered. Yeah, so it's often when you see someone smoking in a film depending on the era it it can look either very shocking or that's of that era and so yeah it's and it is weird when you think about musicians used to smoke on stage yeah right
1: and now these venues don't even allow it A lot of them don't, which I'm very grateful for. Yeah, me too. And I do want to give another plug to Emil and his perfectly good cigar, speaking of smoking and tobacco and all that site, which is we're looking at the lyrics there. And he also has the ability to search any string of characters. So I just quickly typed in cigarette. And of course, there are quite a few of them, but I was just looking at it. And early, we have it referenced in the usual rose and it's like a romantic idea of and then like when you hold me tight which is of the same era or it's the next album after little village the idea of smoking in this romantic way in bed and then there's it goes away for a while and then we don't really see it again until adios to california where a cigarette is a very tragic image and i don't think it otherwise would have come up so yeah, it'd be interesting to look at that across not just John's songs, but yeah. all of pop music. But anyway, that's a, yeah. a bit of a digression. Excuse us, listeners, but we've been on Little Village for a while. We need to digress. Yes, yes
0: it is. <laughs> and yeah, so I do think, by the way, I could get us on a whole nother tangent. One of the our sibling podcasts on the Pantheon Network is the Story Song Podcast, And as we're recording this, they did a whole episode on Puff the Magic Dragon, which they go through the lyrics and it makes you cry because the way the song ends. But their premise is they they go through the song, going through the story, take a break, and then they talk about the story behind the song. And they deal with that the two writers have steadfast, this has nothing to do with drug use, but they went through all the things that people think of including that the something about when he talks about his shining is the shining of a lit joint <laughs> pretty stretching. Yes, I we probably would not say burning like a cigarette now we would say burning like a candle in the dark or something, but yes, it was of the time and it's assessing that you're upset you're you're red hot. Yeah. Anything else on that?
1: I do the idea that pointing out how little we as humans know. I know we're learning, but maybe we ain't learned nothing yet. We tend to make the same mistakes and have the same arguments over and over again. Okay, that's something worthwhile in the knowledge base here.
0: And I agree, but that also hurts based on what we're going to talk about next week with about learning.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) So anyway, don't go away mad. It can't be so bad. You know what to do. I'm leaving it up to you. Don't go away mad. That really make me sad. So once again, I'm now stuck on every other verse is a parent talking to a petulant child. Don't go away mad. It can't be so bad. You know what to do. I'm leaving it up to do like you're mad because I'm telling you, you can't go to the concert or you can't go to your friend's house till you finish your chores. You know what to do. I'm leaving it up to you. Oh, don't go away mad. That makes me so sad. I do
1: love that perspective. I do still see it more as a lover's quarrel.
0: Yes. And- oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: When you see it in that way, it's just the insincerity of it goes up a notch. We've all had those fights where the worst thing that the person that you're so angry at can do is just refuse to engage with you. Like, oh, it can't be so bad. I'm leaving it up to you. And, oh, I don't care if that's how you feel. That's fine. Oh,
0: yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I do know. There is a way. And I'm sure it's a program that's available out there where you can have animated characters speak into lyrics. So I I now want to find a parent figure and a child figure and feed in just the every other and have that animated. Someone who's good at that, let me know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, All right. Do you want me to go next? You're going to keep going. I'll keep going. okay. Okay.
1: Smoke is clearing. If you just ride with me a while, there's no fearing. We can work it out in family style, if you're willing. And I do have trouble hearing this verse. I'm going with Emile's printed lyrics, and I did really try to hone in, especially on the live version, to see if that's what they're saying. I think that is what they're saying. I'm not sure what work it out in family style. When I think of family style, I think of a meal that, you know, instead of individual plates, we have a whole bunch of big bowls in the middle and you take what you want. And maybe that is exactly what they intended, that you can take what you want from the conversation.
0: I'm going to edit a little bit. And so I took the chorus out. And so I'm going to go, I know you're burning like a cigarette. I know we're learning, but maybe we ain't learned nothing yet. Something's burning. Smoke is clearing. If we just ride with me a while, there's no fearing. We can work it out in family style if you're willing. Now, when you put those two together, I do think it is a relationship that we, I know you're upset with me, but remember we're learning at this. We're new at this relationship thing. I'm going to screw up. You're going to screw up. And the only thing we'll do, I'm a big fan of rom-coms. It's that, and your smoke is clearing from your anger So just ride with me a mile, bear with me. Every once in a while, we'll do that, right? Where we'll say, hang on, just let me finish without interrupting me. Listen to my full thought. And there's no fearing we can work it out family style if you're willing. Family style is everyone has their say. Everyone gets not necessarily a vote or a debate and we can find a compromise that everyone will work with. Mm -hmm. I'll buy that. Sure. Yeah. So <laughs> I think these two work better without the middle chorus. Not that I'm rewriting John. I'm just you no. know, sharing. Yes.
1: Well, maybe you're editing out some of the other guys. I don't know. <laughs> yes, you know, exactly. We don't know who contributed what. Yeah. So then we return to the chorus. Don't go away mad. It can't be so bad. Don't hold your breath. You're scaring me half to death. Yeah. And w- so... It would be interesting if there were some covers of this where maybe they instead of playing it in this very kind of loopy, goofy kind of tone, played like a couple minor chords here and there and like really emphasized that scaring me half to death and like making this instead of a little bit of a sarcastic or condescending tone a real, there, there are high stakes here. I I've never heard high stakes in this song, but if the idea of don't hold your breath and you're scaring me half to death, like just the idea of there being something to risk and that don't hold your breath could mean we're never going to actually make up. There's no hope here. Don't hold your breath. Yeah. This is going to work out. Yeah. That could be interesting, but it's not what they're going for. Yeah.
0: And Musically, I did not find this song pleasing. There are sometimes songs that you go, I just love the melody. And yeah. I could, like an instrumental of this would be fine. It, it, this is fine. But it wasn't just something that captivated me.
1: Yeah. Um, and again, we're not professional musicians, but absolutely, it to me felt like the musical equivalent of drumming your fingers, just yeah. back and forth and yeah. up and down scales. Right. whatever. Yeah.
0: And then it ends right with, don't go away mad. You're the best I've ever had. What can I do more of to make a little bit of peace and love? Don't go away mad, because that really makes me sad. So once again, I feel like if we were if I was the editor and this was a short story, I'd say you, you've you got these middle things that aren't – they're diluting your story. I think this is unique. I really love these rhymes, yes, but you kill your darlings, as they say in the book business, right? This is your story. Your story is this is a couple trying to figure out they're, they're either early in their relationship or they've reached a new stage in their relationship. And – our narrator saying, you're the best I've ever had. We can do more of this to make a little bit of peace and love. Don't go away mad. That's going to break me. We can stay here and fight for me, fight for us. So I like, like I said, I think if I could divide these two songs into one, a, a parent scolding a child and a young couple, I would like them both more than I do them together.
1: Interesting. Yeah. And all the more, if we could have two different recordings and play them back to back or even intertwine them or make this a duet, which is funny that we had four voices here. I'm pretty sure it is just John singing through it. I was really trying to listen and I didn't have a live video. I just had a live recording, but yeah, there's potential here, but we're really digging for that potential. Yes, we
0: are. (laughs) Yes, uh, we are. And once again, we don't know a lot of times the background, right? What is going to make, what is the magic? The one plus one equals three that we want so much. Yeah, I, I was, it was just another song to me. This is not something that when we get to ratings, we'll talk about this. This is one that I'm like, eh. I see a little bit of potential, obviously, because I think it is really hard for John to write a bad song. I'm sure there are. Bruce Springsteen worked Night with the Jersey Devil, which is by far, I think, the worst song he's ever written in life. Yeah, but this one just doesn't work much for me. Yeah. Any final thoughts? Um, well, I don't want to rush I'm, our I'm, ratings.
1: Now, why? belabor the point we're not here listeners to make you suffer through analysis beyond what a song warrants we have decided to go through every single john hyatt song in alphabetical order but some of them are going to be more conversation inducing than others and i think this just wasn't one that has a lot to say or that we have a lot to say about I will say that I do really like that line and I I like the idea of just asking your parent, your child, your lover, your friend, what can I do more of to make a little piece of love? Sometimes a little humility in an argument, just a, what do you want from me? Isn't necessarily a bad thing to come into a conversation for, but all that being said, We have this album version, we have a live cut or two, and don't go away mad, but that's about all there is to it. And I think I'm ready to rate. How about
0: you? Absolutely, yes. And I'm also, it reminds me just a tad of one of my favorite songs, which is Real Fine Love, right? We all look like him and maybe it's just a little thing, The Way I Feel Tonight a little joy, a little love, and a whole lot of light, right? That how do I do that? You absolutely, as they're doing this, you. they're going to have gems, right? And, and sometimes it, you connect it, and other times you don't. So, yeah, I think it's my turn to go first. If they were in two different songs, I'd probably give them both twos, But as this one together, it just didn't work for me. I'm going to give it a one.
1: Okay. I I don't know if this is your first one.
0: (laughs) No, I think we did on was the song on Overcoats, didn't we? Both give them a one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I agree with you, and everything that we've been saying, the fact that we both were very tempted to skip it, and Jesse, you just mentioned real fine love. If you hold that up against this, (laughs) it's this is our problem, people. We are rating on a John Hyatt scale, and if you look at it that way, how can you possibly think that this deserves to be the middle of the pack, if not the end, the bottom of the pack, which isn't a bad thing? And it was, it's fun, it's of its time, it's of its little villageness,
0: yeah, but. It It, is not
1: a great John Hyatt song.
0: So Cop Party, we both gave a one-two. Okay. So I was tempted to give it a little bit. um, And I said, there's one little chorus that I think is amazing. Bite Marks, I gave a one-two. And we give Back to Normal and Back to War, both ones. Okay. So we've done a few ones. Um, I
1: think that's good. I think that we're being honest and holding ourselves to the, the scales here.
0: Yeah. And I we were we were talking and as we pad a little bit, but I one of the other podcasts I do is with my Babylon Five podcast with Karen and Lou. And we're also going through the science fiction show Twelve Monkeys and it's a really good show if if you are into science fiction and time travel it's really well done and we're on the final season and we just did four episodes and we all were like they weren't very good and i quoted you in in our john hyatt scale i'm like Mm -hmm. if we were just comparing this to another science fiction show, we probably would have said, oh, these are good. But the previous episodes were so awesome that it went down a little bit that we would, we were looking at fives and now we're looking at threes and it feels like an even farther drop off. So yeah, yeah, I, I think that's, and I do think that's an important distinction is, and listeners, I think you guys agree based on your feedback, it would be there's no purpose to do there is no purpose in doing this podcast if we go hey it's high it's a five right. it's high it's a five okay that's a pretty boring podcast i'm gonna start skipping it right yes <laughs> yeah. so right. yes
1: thank you listeners for listening through the good songs the great songs the fantastic songs and the yeah so.
0: uh if someone wants to reach us how can they
1: they can find us on facebook we have a perfectly good podcast page that's also a great place to link to our google site where we have the complete list and you can check out our schedule of what's upcoming i make myself quite at home and the john hyatt fan page on facebook where i post as sylvan groff i'm also sylvan green eyes on twitter and perfectly good podcast at gmail correct
0: that is correct. Absolutely. Great. I am at Jesse Jackson DFW on Twitter, aka X. I also spend some time on the Facebook and especially on the John Hyatt fan page. We really appreciate it. I was on John's official website today looking for something, and there is a a page where it lists fan websites <laughs> and some of those links are gone. I was like, I wonder. Who do I need to talk to get the link to our unofficial John Hyatt podcast on there? So maybe we could get a couple of Hyatt fans a chance to know that there's we're out here.
1: Certainly, if anyone is listening and you wouldn't mind reaching out on our behalf. Before this, I had a project, the Slow Turning Fan Magazine, and John each time he changed a record label would often have a different management or publicist. So I'd have a great relationship with one publicist and then he'd change labels and I'd have to start all over. And I'm definitely at a start all over uh, stage, but yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. I always have fun, whether it's a one-star song or five-star song. Our conversation is always a five-star and my sister and all things, John Hyatt, you are a joy to spend time with.
1: Likewise, Jesse, and I won't even scold you for bringing up that thing that you're not supposed to bring up all the time on this podcast. I'll let (laughs) someone else do that. But I enjoy all of your references and all your connections. And I so look forward to being able to share some thoughts with you after listening to these songs on repeat. So thank you.
0: Very nice. All right, listeners, be safe, be kind. Have a little faith.
1: Have a little faith. Bye. Bye.
0: We can come
2: on home put the cow horns back on the cadillac and choose the message on the code of It's NFL draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. fantasy points